You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning to you. We are now full speed ahead to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs or the business of the offseason for at least one more team on Monday night. The Buccaneers joining the ranks of those teams who are on the outside looking in and no longer have a shot to win a Super Bowl. Of course, not many people are going to feel bad for a team that is just two years removed from throwing the Vince Lombardi trophy from one boat to another along the river. Tom Brady has become the number one topic of conversation now that he is officially in the offseason. The question will persist like it did last year. Does he come back? If he decides to play again, where will he go? He's a free agent, meaning he's not under contract in Tampa. So if he decides to play again, he could take offers, right? This is just the second time in his career he's ever been a free agent. Does he know what he wants to do? Does he know if he wants to keep playing? Does he already have a plan in mind, a plan in place. I don't know the answers to that. Maybe Brady already has some indication, some feel of what he'll do. He's indicated there's no timetable for his decision. That could mean there's no timetable for him to share it with us. Certainly seemed like if he wasn't bidding farewell at the end of his press conference on Monday night, he was at least taking the opportunity in case he does decide to bow out. Again, whether it's in Tampa or whether it's from the NFL altogether. I continue to go back what Brady to what Brady has always said himself. I've heard it a number of times when he's speaking to Jim Gray on either Westwood One or now his Let's Go podcast on SiriusXM. I will retire when I suck, when I can't play anymore. Is that now? Seems like a lot of people believe Father Time has caught up with him and he's over the hill and he can't play anymore. I don't share your opinion. And I will tell you why coming up. That I would still rather have Tom Brady playing even if he's not at an MVP level. We've got a poll up. Very popular. (laughs) And also... I can't keep up with the comments on our Facebook page, but it's amazing to me the number of Tom Brady experts we have (laughs) on all things Tom Brady on the football field, Tom Brady's marriage, Tom Brady is a dad. You guys, you know him really well. So whether it's Twitter, A-Law Radio, whether it's our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, just don't be an ass. That's all that I ask of you. When you get snarky and you get really rude, 
Well, then you get deleted off of the Facebook page or blocked on Twitter. Come on. I mean, we're talking about sports. No need to make it all kinds of personal. Also, to call people trash or garbage is just ridiculous. We don't do that in this space either. But if you have an opinion about watching and play football, it's kind of all I'm asking. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Dallas should be the headline on this Tuesday morning. It should be about the Cowboys advancing to the divisional round. I think we have got four incredible matchups. I hope they play out that way. I hope they're as close as the majority of wildcard weekend. I know this game between Bucks and Cowboys did not turn out to be a battle. But looking ahead to wildcard or looking ahead to divisional weekend, excuse me, if you're wondering about the schedule, we had talked about it. Kansas City, Philadelphia hosting Jacksonville and New York on Saturday. You've got Buffalo with Cincinnati in town earlier on Sunday. It's a three o'clock Buffalo time kick. And then Dallas and San Francisco. It'll be 3:30 West Coast time. So 3:30 in the Bay Area. Let's hope there isn't torrential downpours and then sun and then rain again. Let's hope it's a gorgeous day in the Bay. So that's coming up. And we'll have a lot of time to talk about those matchups. San Francisco definitely is the big dog. With 11 consecutive wins, we know that their defense is as good as the way the offense is playing right now. It's going to be a very tall test. The Dallas Cowboys have got to play at least as well as they did last night if not better. And Brett Maher can't miss four extra points, though I think that's highly unlikely. If you were going to take a prop bet about Maher missing four extra points next week, I feel like you're safe to say, (laughs) no, he's not going to do that again since that was an NFL playoff record. Cincinnati has won, what is it, nine in a row now? Kansas City is on quite a tear. This is going to be one heck of a weekend. Cannot wait. But from now until then, I I can't do anything about it. You're going to be hearing Tom Brady's name a lot. And it's not just on this show. I mean, we're not going to spend an hour on it every, you know, every night the rest of the way. But that will be the number one topic of conversation. So if you don't want to hear it, stay off sports radio and TV. But can I tell you the truth? I knew going into last night's kick, it was going to be one of two dominant topics the rest of this week. It was either going to be, was this Tom Brady's last game? Will he retire again? (laughs) Have we seen the last of the greatest quarterback of all time? Or does he go play somewhere else? These are all the questions. It was either going to be that, or should Mike McCarthy get fired after the Cowboys lose their wild card game? I, for one, am relieved I would rather talk about Tom Brady's personal decision. I'd rather talk about Tom Brady's retirement. I agree with y'all. He has nothing left to prove. He, whenever he retires, he's got a job waiting for him in the broadcast booth. He's got dozens of other business ventures from video to movies to his TB12 to a clothing line to golf. It's not like he's going to disappear and we're never going to hear from him again like Andrew Luck. He's got business. He's got personal. He's he's good. But maybe he still wants to play football. So that, to me, is very intriguing. I feel like it's ridiculous to talk about Mike McCarthy getting fired if they lost this wild card game. 
And yet that's where we would be on this Tuesday morning. So thank you. Thank you, Cowboys, for making sure that's not what we're talking about on this Tuesday morning. I am so happy for Mike McCarthy. I'm so happy for the Cowboys. I'm happy for Jerry Jones and his family simply because it was 30 years of futility on the road in the playoffs. You know me. I love fresh storylines. Well, I've never talked about a Cowboys road win in the postseason as long as I've been in this business. I've never had a chance to talk about it. They dropped the last eight road playoff games. And you know what? When they started out last night, they had two drives that were uber quick and uber ugly. Of course, the the Bucs were not playing great offensively either at that point. So we had the first four drives that were, and I'm thinking, oh, no, this is going to be a repeat of their season opener. Remember, there was one touchdown scored in their season opener, and Dak ended up getting hurt. It was awful. Instead, by the third drive, Dallas was able to lock into an offensive rhythm that we hadn't seen definitely in week 18. And there were chunk plays. And this was a great precursor of what was to come. Three plays over 15 yards, including that touchdown strike to Dalton Schultz. Prescott in the gun, back to throw. Well protected, going to the end zone. Schultz at the goal line, and he's in for the touchdown. It's the Miller Lite first touchdown of the game, and the Cowboys have the game's first lead. Dalton Schultz was a little bit like TJ Hawkinson the other night. <laughs> Anytime that Kirk Cousins needed a completion, he went to TJ. Well, uh, last night we had Dalton Schultz early and often. That's Brad Sham on Cowboys Radio. Now, we did have a missed point after attempt. And at that point, we thought it was an isolated incident. Oh, dun, 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 dun. So the Bucks actually follow suit. It was almost as though the offense was contagious. The Bucks follow suit. They have an extended drive. And, in fact, they have five first downs to get them into the red zone. This is the best that the Bucks have looked uh, going back to, huh, well, it's been a while. <laughs> no, they did win a game in Week 17 to punch their ticket into the playoffs as the NFC South champions. Brady even uses a shovel pass on that drive. What are you, Patrick Mahomes? I, you know what? Sometimes imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. I feel like that's a great compliment to one Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes magic! <laughs> so they get into the red zone and... I don't believe in jinxes. I don't know if anyone uttered this on any of the broadcasts, whether it be radio, whether it be TV, who knows? But since it's already history now, I can say it. Tom Brady hadn't thrown an interception in the red zone since 2019, not in 410 pass attempts. Out of the shotgun, Brady, play action, pumps, throws, a wobbler into the end zone. It's intercepted. Picked off in the back middle of the end zone by Jaron Curse. Brady with a duck into the end zone, and it wobbled right into the hands of Curse <laughs> to turn the Buccaneers away. You never want a pass that wobbles. I had a lot of that with Peyton Manning in his last year with the Denver Broncos. We And I used to say, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Wounded duck would be another term for it. It's Kevin Kugler on Westwood One. He was hey, filling hey, in. Hey, hey. <laughs> For Kevin Harlan on the broadcast last night. So, 
That's the first time in 410 pass attempts for Tom Brady in the red zone, and he smacked himself in the helmet. He knew that it was his mistake. There was some speculation that he thought Chris Godwin was going to continue from right to left along the back of of the uh, re- or the end zone. Excuse me. There was also talk that you know the pressure coming right at him kind of uh, blocked his vision or blocked his view a little bit. Regardless, it's on him. He threw the ball, uh, and if he was trying to throw it away, you would think that uh, he would to put a little more oomph on it. Of course, I guess if you think he's old and he can't throw the ball anymore, then maybe that's what you think. He tried to throw it away and it didn't get down the end zone. <laughs> I guess that would be kind of funny, actually. He's old. He tried to chuck it up there and it couldn't even get past the goalpost. <laughs> John Brady can't throw the ball anymore. <laughs> All right, so moving on, uh, you give the Cowboys an opportunity. Now, uh, J. Ron Kirst did not come out of the end zone, meaning they had the ball uh, at the 20-yard line. But two more scoring drives. Wait, 20-25. Shoot. <laughs> 25. They had the ball as a touchback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many times. Too many years with the 20-yard line. Sometimes I do forget about that 25. I actually feel like it's a huge advantage now uh, for the team that has the touchback. Anyway, Dallas is able to go the other direction. And because the the Bucks weren't holding the ball for very long offensively, there were plenty more opportunities before the first half was up. Pollard's come into the lineup. It's fourth and goal. They're going to pass up the three. What they're going to do is play action. Fourth and goal. Man in motion left to right. Inside a play action bootleg of the left. Prescott all the way. Runs it in for the touchdown. And he's fired up. Prescott on second and four at the Tampa 11 with a 12-0 lead as the first half is ticking toward an end. Empty gun. Second down, snap back. Well protected. Now he escapes out to his left. Good block, Tyler Smith. Pumps, throws it in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Dalton Schultz for the second time tonight. Oh, yeah, Dalton Schultz early and often. By the way, your host is an idiot. Always go with your first answer. Yes, it was the 20-yard line. I knew it. Why do I second-guess myself? Do you guys do that? You say something, it comes out of your mouth, it's instinct, and then you second-guess, you hesitate, you hedge. Right. Well, when you do it on national radio, it's it's ugly, so you know. not. Uh, I'm Oh, I'm going to use the Jocko. You just screwed up on national radio. Good. <laughs> You just threw four interceptions in the first half. Good. The Cowboys were good. They were locked in four consecutive touchdown drives wrapping into the second half. And the way that Dak played was particularly striking. Not only was he poised, not only was he confident. He was completely under control. And I really like the way that he was spreading the ball around. We know the Cowboys have a lot of options when they use them all, right? When the offensive line gives him time, he doesn't have to necessarily do the check downs. Uh, He's not trying to get rid of the ball quickly. He's not scrambling. Instead, he's got time to sit back there and watch for an extra second or two while the routes go downfield. So the, the, the offense is a little more vertical. And you could see that last night. A lot of plays that were over 10 yards. A lot of passing plays that were downfield. And for heaven's sakes, a ton of opportunities when their receivers were wide freaking open. So congratulations to the Dallas offensive line. That was a, a, a supreme performance against that Bucks D line, against the Bucks defense. Uh, and certainly the fact that they have Tony Pollard, who has continued this great campaign, 
actually think he's a better option than Zeke now. I'm not sure if that's sacrilegious. Uh, but C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz and uh, the, the Michael Gallup touchdown as well in there. And then Dak. I mean, Dak being the guy who is running it all. This was not just the best performance of Dak Prescott's career. Five total touchdowns. Do you know it was also the highest QB rating for any Cowboys quarterback in franchise history in the playoffs? So Dak Prescott now owns that record. 143.3, his QB rating. Highest for any Cowboys quarterback in the playoffs. You couldn't ask for much more of Dak outside of those first two drives. But, you know, that left them no place to go but up. As good as I've seen, that's that's for sure. Um, you know, I think just like anything, he's so consistent in everything he does. And you know, like I said, we had we had a couple plays there early, but I mean, he, he was he was on it the, the rest of the the rest of the evening. I you know I I thought he was you know Kellen and you know the play calling. We we just really stayed true to what we wanted to do in here. And, and like I said, I, I thought he played extremely well and you know stayed aggressive and you know took the checkdowns. Uh, I thought he had great command of the of the offense and excellent presence in the pocket. Dak showed that he's a warrior, he's a baller, and um, he came out slinging it off rip. And uh, I felt like it was a statement game for him. And on going forward, uh, we just got to keep continuing to put the pieces together, keep being us, and uh, let the rest take care of itself. C.D. Lamb also touting his quarterback, singing the praises of his quarterback. But how did they turn it around from a week 18 that, let's be fair, and if you're being honest, you know who you are. A lot of people saying that's going to be their demise. They stink. The offense stinks. Dak stinks. They're not going to be able to go on the road in Tampa and win a playoff game. It's going to be the same old, same old for the Cowboys the way it's been for 30 years. Just knowing uh, what what this group's capable of doing, um, not getting uh, frustrated with them. um, And and I can't say that I didn't do that last week. Uh, That was a little bit of frustration. But this week, uh, knowing that, uh, I couldn't allow that to get in my head. I couldn't allow uh, me to change the way that I played this game. I obviously credit the defense for, as I said, getting us the ball right back after those two possessions um, and just <clears throat> told the offense in the, in the huddle, hey, we get one first down and this thing's going to roll. And that's exactly what happened. So, uh, yeah, we just got to continue to do that. So Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy exercising some demons there. Uh, Mike, by the way, was dancing in the postgame locker room. If you haven't seen it, it is amazing. <laughs> I love it when people are not afraid to make fools of themselves, even though there are cameras everywhere. Uh, There is more, though, a little bit with Jerry Jones and also Brett Maher. There's no way it could happen again, right? That was, are they going to look for a kicker this week before they head to the Bay Area? (laughs) However, coming up next, I know that you want to hear from Tom Brady after a loss in which he threw a career high. How about this? If it is his last game, a career high 66 Passes. Obviously did not complete them all. His third season with Tampa Bay could be his last. He's a free agent. I asked Buck sideline reporter TJ Reeves, if Brady decides he wants to play again in 2023, do the Bucks want him back? You're going to have to go and listen to our conversation. Plus, I asked him about Todd Bowles' job status. And there is a, a reason why. Not because I think Todd Bowles deserves to be fired, but it, only because of the timing last year. He was designated the heir apparent to Bruce Arians. But does the Glazer family believe that they should do a full coaching search now that there are a plethora of candidates available? 
timing didn't jive with that last year. So a lot of questions around the Bucks. But TJ, uh, with some good answers, after hours, amylawrence.com. That's our podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. We've got our, our, our real question up. Not do you think Tom Brady will retire? Do you want to see Tom Brady retire? Or do you want to see him return? So on Twitter, on Facebook, it's a Tuesday. You survived your... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Monday, baby. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Fourth down and six. Brady back, looking, deep middle, tipped up in the air, incomplete. And the Bucks will turn it over on downs for the second time. And the Cowboys are going to win their first playoff game on the road since 30 years ago tomorrow when they won the NFC Championship game at Candlestick Park against the San Francisco 49ers. They played pretty good. You know, they played good defensively and put a lot of pressure on us, and we just couldn't make enough plays. So it was kind of typical the way we played all year, just inefficient in the passing game and not very good in the run game. So, uh, you know, it's hard to be good teams like that. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It has come to an end for Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after season three. They will not advance in the playoffs, though for the first time in their franchise history, the Bucs did win back-to-back division titles. Just happened to be that the South was abysmal this season. There are a lot of questions around Brady, but not just him. What, a, what about the offensive line? What about some of their older weapons? What needs to change? Uh, Todd Bowles, does the entire team need to start from scratch? Do you have to start fresh this offseason? You never rebuild. You always reload. You know, you feel you got a chance to win every year. We just got to tweak some things from a schematic standpoint all, all the way around, offense, defense, and special teams. And obviously, no one ever comes back with every player on the team. So we'll have some new faces in here. That's just part of the game. All right. But a quarterback, it's a little more critical. So what do you know about your quarterback's future? 
Well, ma'am, we'll sit down and have a conversation, and we'll talk about it at that time. So, you know, it's not anything publicly that needs to be said at this time. I don't think anybody knows. And and Tom Brady, for his part, said there's no timetable. I wonder if last year he rushed it because he was still under contract, and so the Buccaneers were waiting on him and needed him to make a decision. If he wasn't going to return, then he recognize that he need to let them know so that they could find an alternative. But now he's a free agent. He no longer belongs to the Buccaneers once we get past the Super Bowl. I still think he probably feels some responsibility to let them know. And maybe there is a timetable in his mind, but I hope that he takes a little more time than he did last year only because... You make a decision in the throes of emotion, your disappointment, your frustration. Maybe he's banged up and bruised. There's got to be body parts of him that hurt. We don't always make the best decisions when we're emotional. Oh, and take it from me because I am an emotional girl. I know better now than to text, to call, to make decisions when I'm emotional. Not a good idea. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Do you want to see Tom Brady retire or do you want to see him return? You can find our poll on Twitter, A-Law Radio, or on our Facebook page. Uh, Dallas is able to end an eight-game road losing streak in the playoffs. First road win in the postseason since the early 90s. But, of course, that means Tom Brady's season is done. So we were either going to speculate about Mike McCarthy or speculate about Tom Brady. Here's why I would like to see him play again. First of all, he's, he's great. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. As much time as we get with him, I'm I'm good with that. I enjoy watching him play. I enjoy hearing from him. Now, we do have the benefit of knowing that he'll be in a broadcast booth whenever he's done. And he clearly is enjoying the podcast thing. So we will hear from him. But it's been hard to watch all these amazing quarterbacks right off into the sunset. Peyton and Drew and... Eli and Philip Rivers. And very soon, of course, we'll see the end of Tom Brady. I guess I feel like most people, well, there are two groups of people who want him to retire. And and those of you who are tired of hearing about him, you're at least admitting to that. There's such a thing as sports hate, which is really jealousy. People get tired of hearing about athletes who've been on the stage forever, right? LeBron James. There's LeBron fatigue. It's real. There's Tom Brady fatigue. It's real. There's Aaron Rodgers fatigue. It's real. But this idea that he has to retire and walk away now because he's not the same Tom Brady that won multiple MVP awards, to me, that's ludicrous. Tom Brady's still a top 10 quarterback. Now, did the Bucks have a great year? No. But is that all entirely on him? No. He'd be the first to tell you he missed throws and the interception in the red zone, well, in the end zone, excuse me, that was all him last night. He screwed up. There are definitely throws he missed. He was airmailing a bunch last night. He and his receivers were not in sync. We didn't see it except for flashes of brilliance here and there. But to say that Tom Brady can no longer throw a football or that age is caught up with him, based on what? Did you see his strike to Julio Jones last night? Did you see him bring his team back in a couple of comebacks this year? 
The man could still throw the football. And if you're basing your age, like father time has caught up with him, he's too old, you're basing your age restriction on the fact that he can't run, he's not mobile. Have you watched Tom Brady the first however many years of his career? The man does not run. I mean, I, he does technically have a thousand rushing yards in his career, but most of those are QB sneaks. Says a lot of them. He's got cinder blocks for feet. He's made a living not getting hit. So no, he's he's not going to start running as a quarterback, and, and we don't need to see that. But you have to understand if you have Tom Brady as your QB, your O line has to be good, just for the sake of argument. Could you see him behind, say, the offensive line of the Cowboys last night? Think about the time that Dak Prescott had to throw. There wasn't a whole lot of pass rush from the the Bucks to Dak Prescott. He had a lot of time to look around and wait for his receivers to get downfield. One official sack. Only a handful of quarterback hits. Brady's under duress a lot, even when he's not officially hit. He's getting rid of the ball more quickly than he's ever done. That's not an efficient Tom Brady. And again, he's not going to move, really. He can sidestep here or there, but that's about it. He can shuffle. (laughs) But why isn't a Tom Brady at, I don't know, say 85% or 80% of his MVP, his elite play, the best he's ever played? Why isn't that okay? To me, it is. I mean, I get it. We're we're expecting a Tom Brady that we've seen for decades. We're expecting the Tom Brady who never misses, who always hits his target, who always brings his team back, who scores on every possession. I mean, these aren't even realistic. He's never done that, but certainly he's been on more potent offenses. Absolutely. It's not accurate, though, to indicate that he can no longer play the game. He had 4,600 yards this year. Now, a lot of those yards were just up and down the field and weren't necessarily resulting in touchdowns or points. He completed nearly 67% of his passes. That's good for top 10 in the NFL. He was top three, I believe, in yards. Again, yards is just one indicator. But he also had 25 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. It wasn't a potent offense. He was forced to throw the ball more than he ever has in his career. That's not healthy either for any quarterback. You don't want any quarterback. 45 years old or 25 years old throwing the ball 66 times a game. What's the key to winning in the NFL? Run the ball, stop the run. Those are the keys. And so this was a, a, it was a franchise-wide failure this year. The offensive line, the run game, that's not what we saw from them during their Super Bowl year or even last season. So, yeah, there's a lot that they need to do to fix the offense. But if we get Tom Brady, whether it's in Tampa or Las Vegas or some are saying Miami, there are definitely teams that are interested. If we get a Tom Brady who's a top 15 quarterback still, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's the exorbitantly high expectations, the sky high expectations. It's like a Tiger Woods. He's a victim of his own success. 
every time out he was expected to win a tournament, even though that's not realistic. Tom Brady's not going to win a Super Bowl every year. I know he's got seven rings, but he's still a team sport. <laughs> so he he's a victim of his own success. I would like to see him play again. Not, of course, if he can't throw a football like Peyton Manning in his final season. Drew Brees. There were moments during Brees' final year where it was painful to watch. Eli Manning, too. I mean, his decline wasn't as drastic as Peyton's, but there was still a decline. Ben Roethlisberger. Another quarterback that you just, you wanted him to get off the field. It's painful to watch. I don't see that with Tom Brady. And so I get it. We have high expectations for him. But I'd still take a Tom Brady that's 80%, say, of what we've seen. Definitely don't need him throwing the ball more than any other quarterback in the entire NFL. (laughs) We don't need that. And he needs an O-line, a really good one. But those things are not impossible. So I'd like to see him play again. I want him to be happy. It's like I want any human being to be happy. And if what he loves is playing football and there's a team willing to give him a contract, who are we to tell him he should go away? I wouldn't let anybody else tell me what to do. I love this radio gig. So you may think I suck at it or I'm not as good at it anymore. But, you know, if if a team, if a contract is still there for me and a radio team is still willing to pay me, I might never go away either. I might not retire. So we got a poll up on Twitter after our CBS on our Facebook page. It's amazing how many Tom Brady experts we have out there. Do you want to see him play again? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Podcast. Gilliam is in motion, the fullback 
Allen under pressure. Ooh. He is hit, and he Ooh. fumbled the ball. It's loose inside the 10. Squirts toward the 5. Picked up by the Dolphins. Into the end zone. It's Sealer. And the Dolphins take the lead. It was knocked away by Eric Rowe. Sealer was able to pick it up and rumble into the end zone. Another turnover. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. No, the Dolphins did not beat the Bills in their wild card game on Sunday. However, Miami made this one a delicious battle. 17 points in seven minutes in the second quarter. And then early in the third quarter, Zach Sealer recovers a loose ball for a five-yard touchdown and that first Miami lead. So make it 24 points in under nine minutes. It was stunning. Josh Allen knew it. He was frustrated with his mistakes. The Bills Mafia knew it. The Dolphins knew it for a minute there. Uh, We saw Josh Allen. We saw the Bills recover. uh, And we certainly saw the defense on both sides ratchet up the intensity. It's one of the reasons why I'm willing to admit that I was wrong about not wanting to see divisional battles in the playoffs. We got some of the best battles this past weekend among those teams that were facing each other for the third time. So good stuff. And we've got more to come. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We finally get that Cincinnati-Buffalo game on Sunday. Dallas and San Francisco is an iconic matchup in NFL history. And then how about the Giants and the Eagles? Giants hoping to, at this point, because they're playing their best football of the year, carry over the momentum, the confidence, uh, both sides of the ball battling so efficiently, and to take that into Philadelphia and eat them some top seed for Saturday dinner. That sounded weird. I didn't really like how that came out. It's after hours. I mentioned that, right? Not going to mention my name. I'm hungry. If you don't know my name, it's probably a good thing. (laughs) On Twitter, after hours, CBS, uh, we're asking you, to let us know, not if you believe that Tom Brady will retire or play again, but do you want to see him return? Do you want to see him on a football field next season? There definitely is a lot of talk about where he could end up. And I will say this, this is just food for thought. You listen to analysts, you listen to insiders. The minority believe he'll retire. The vast majority of those out there talking about Tom Brady, and obviously Tom Brady is the only one that can dictate Tom Brady, but the vast majority of those people who are connected, league offices, team front offices, they do believe that he's going to return. I hear far less talk about retirement than I do about where he might play next year. So two things seem apparent. Or I shouldn't say they seem apparent. I should say they seem like popular opinions. He's going to play again, but it's not going to be with the Bucks. Also, I just saw this tweet, which makes me laugh. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing near you, Corey. Enough with the Brady talk, please. So I responded with, I highly recommend you avoid all sports radio and TV this week and maybe over the next month. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, the funny part is, even if he doesn't play football, guess where he's going? He's going into a broadcast booth to talk at you every weekend. Like it or not, you're stuck with him. It's like Peyton Manning. Oh, 
thinking about introducing himself that way when he gets to the Fox broadcast booth. He's I can dead. tell you one guy who wants him to continue playing. That would be Greg Olson. <laughs> Got that right. All right. So take our poll. It's on Twitter. Also, Mike McCarthy dancing because he should. His first playoff win since 2016. The Cowboys with a triumphant trip to Tampa. And they now earn themselves a date with the San Francisco 49ers. Man, go big or go home, baby. Uh, Going back to the highlight that we used to start, uh, the Miami Dolphins did have the lead briefly in the second half there in Buffalo. Tom McCarthy with a call on Westwood One. There's potential there. Think about what the Dolphins had to endure this season, uh, specifically with quarterback. Now, that's not the only place that they were banged up. But my goodness, from Tua to Teddy Bridgewater to Skylar Thompson and back again. They literally did the circuit twice. Tua, Teddy Bridgewater, Skylar. Tua, Teddy Bridgewater, Skylar. And because Tua has still not been cleared, this in this case, it's a it's a moot point, right? But he's still not been cleared for any type of football activities. The questions persist uh, about whether or not the Dolphins want him back. Their general manager, Chris Greer, was part of the exit interviews on Monday, and he talked about Tua's standing with the team. With Tua, he's our starting quarterback. So, uh, you know, I don't know how we could say it any more clearly that we've been that way um, through this season and what he's done and um, what Mike and Tua um, Bevel, Chandler, the coaching staff have all done. They've all worked tremendously hard, all of them together. So, um, you know, Tua's, we anticipate him, worked with, talking with the doctors and consultants and everyone we dealt with. Uh, we fully expect him back next year, 100% ready to go. We'll get through all those decisions. You know, like I said, just like we talked about every player on the roster. And obviously I understand because it's Tua, and that's why the question's being asked. But um, we'll go through our process. But he is our starting quarterback and will be next season. You guys know how I feel about Tua, and um, that that hasn't changed at all. And you know that I, I see, I think we all see um, him as the leader of this team. And when, if you know when it's appropriate for him um, to lead the team, and uh, I will jump on that opportunity. That's a um, he's a, a great player with only the only improvement in front of him as well you know we're talking about a 24 year old quarterback um that you know i think when i signed up for this job i spent six months trying to convince people that he was good (laughs) do you guys remember the plane ride when mike mcdaniel was on facetime with tua and he was telling him this is going to be the greatest day of your life a couple of you have, have made references to the fact that Tom Brady is one injury away. He's going to get hurt. He needs to retire now before he gets hurt and can't enjoy his life. I kind of think that's disingenuous. What does your age have to do with whether or not you're one play away from getting hurt? Tom Brady's the same guy he's always been, right? He's, he's not mobile. But the number of injuries that we've seen this year, DeMar Hamlin, 24 years old. What did age have to do with his Cardiac arrest. Russell Gage last night, if I'm not mistaken, Russ is also 24-25. He got a concussion and, and was unable to stand up and had to be carted off the field. Every football player is one injury away from their career being ended. Every football player is one hit away from their career being ended. Tua, while I hope that this is not the end of his career, certainly understands that your time on the field is fleeting. You're not guaranteed anything. 
I gosh, I feel like the entire NFL had that powerfully impact them. That point was driven home going back a couple of weeks ago. But I think they're all pretty that you have to be comfortable with the fact that anytime you step on the field, you could suffer a season ending injury. It's the same thing with basketball. It's the same thing with hockey. Baseball, not a contact sport, but still, it's one of the risks that you live with. It's one of the risks that you play with. I do hope for Tua that he's healthy, that he takes this off season to get back to 100% and that we're able to see him on the field again. He's good for the NFL. He's a great personality. He's a good leader. The guys love him. And we did see the team really thrive, putting the weapons around him. We, we really saw that offense take off after he'd come back from the concussions, right? They won five in a row until they didn't. So the Dolphins want him back. Couple of other notes, Jim Harbaugh is staying at Michigan. So he tweeted that on Monday. The university has confirmed it. Uh, and so that's a, another piece. Sean Payton is interviewing with pretty much every team that has an opening. So there's more to that story as well as we continue through the coaching carousel. And we'll talk to you tonight on our Hump Show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 